0: I want to reiterate that appreciation today. I also convened my entire cabinet as part of a whole-of-government response. And that response is to increase the number and intensity of the extreme weather events and be wary we're going to be — use all the resources available to the government to do it. Did you just hear what that idiot just said? Go back and listen to this. He just said the quiet part out loud again. He's reading from a script. This isn't him just talking on a tangent. This is him reading from a script, telling us that the administration is going to increase the intensity of the weather that they're manipulating. Chalk another one up for the, for the conspiracy theorists here because we were right again. The government is controlling the weather. You want to see all these bad storms, these horrific tornadoes that they're blaming on climate change, all the wildfires, all the devastating fires in Maui and Canada. It's the government. And Joe Biden just told us. And again, I want to reiterate, he isn't just talking out of his behind. He's reading from his script. Somebody put something in there that they shouldn't have put in there, and he's saying the quiet parts out loud yet again. Welcome. Welcome to the Paranormal Patriot. That was the quick intro to this week's show. Thank you for joining me this week. As always, wearing the tinfoil hat, my name is Tom Velasquez. I appreciate you joining me this week. This week's show is all going to be politics. There is so much going on. I don't even know where to begin. We've got to talk about it, though, because there's something that is happening in China again. And I'll tell you my prediction later on in the show, but we have to hear this because this is what's coming. It's coming over here, and it's going to cause another round of chaos. It is going to be exactly what I said was happening during COVID. It is starting off the same way. And there's a lot of coincidences that we really need to get in touch with here. And we're going to do that on this episode. And there's so much more. New York, anybody who lives in New York, you better get out now. They are going to turn that into the gulag. That, we remember, all of us at my age, in the you know, 50s, 60s, 70s, we remember the movie Escape from New York. It's going to be a reality. Oregon? Oregon may be the most racist place on the planet. Once you hear what I tell you, what they're doing in Oregon, you will question how we as conservatives are being called racist because Oregon just proved that the Democrats are the most racist people on the planet. Also, we'll talk about Newsweek. Newsweek has put out an article a little bit ago that you have to read the headline. I mean, yes, and I'm not a big headline reader. You have to read the whole story, but this is what journalism has come to in this day and age. You have to read it. And then to end the show, we just got done with Thanksgiving and I hope everybody had a great, happy, wonderful Thanksgiving. We really need, especially in this day and age where everything is go, 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 get it done now, get it done, get it done now, get it done now. We really need, we we need to step back, step back and, and take in the whole picture. And I'm going to Read to you something that I found, and I'm going to try and do more and more of this because there are a lot of intelligent people out there that don't get enough credit. And somebody wrote this, and I, I'm going to, you know, I'm not going to plagiarize it. I'm just going to tell you right now that I, I saw this on social media, and I think it was phenomenal and so very true. And we'll end the show on that. So with that being said, we are going to take a quick break. When we come back, we're going to find out what in the world is going on in China. There's something going on, nothing good coming out of it. There's a lot of coincidences. So sit back, relax, open that mind. My name is Tom Velasquez. You are listening to the Paranormal Patreon. Hey everybody, this is Tom Velasquez, host of The Paranormal Patriot. I've come at you before and I'm going to continue to do so. Everybody likes something that is free. You know you like it. I like free things. And most of the time though, when you get something that's free, it's either junk or it's really not free. Well, let me tell you, The Paranormal Patriot, myself, will give you something for free that is phenomenal. Nowhere else can you get free advertising other than word of mouth. I will go one step above that. I have thousands of listeners every week on this show. If you have an event, if you have a book, if you have anything you would like to promote, contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Contact me send, me, send me a 30 second to one minute audio clip of what you are promoting, I will play it on this show for no charge. Free, that's all you have to do. You have the hardest part, you have to make the audio clip and then send it to the paranormal patriot at yahoo.com. After that, I do the rest and it's not going to cost you a dime. What's it gonna hurt? To put out your advertisement, your promotion. It will not hurt you at all to do it for free. So, all you have to do is send me a one minute to 30 second audio audio clip to the Paranormal Patriot at yahoo.com. You say heads and I say tails. We're playing games again. We're close. We show how we feel. okay back in 2019 late 2019 early 2020 there was something on the horizon and and, and i don't want to toot my own horn but i'm gonna tell you i was one of the first ones that was really coming out with this really putting a lot of effort into telling you about covid now Truth be told, when this first came out, I was just, I was terrified. I was, this is, the, this, is a, this is an extinction level event, disease, virus. And then I started seeing some of the facts and some of the numbers and some of the contradictions from our quote-unquote government officials. And then the inconsistencies and the lies started coming out. And then I realized COVID is just a facade. Yes, there is COVID. COVID is real. It's a cold. It's a flu. It might be a bad one. But now the majority of the people are not going to die from it. Well, it so happened that in 2020 we had an election. And now in 2020, well, we're in 2023 almost to 2024, there's another election cycle coming in. And it is about this same exact time when we started hearing about a mysterious illness affecting people in China. I remember in 2019, I had one of our Halloween parties. My brother came over and, you know, he just wasn't himself. And he's I just like, hey, are you all right? And he's like, man, I feel horrible. I've been sick for like two weeks and I can't get over it. And he he literally was sick. He might get good, better for a little bit, then he'd get right back worse. He was sick until we were supposed to go to Mexico in March. And of course, we didn't make it because everything was shut down. We're following the same trajectory here. Let me tell you what's going on. So essentially, a new mystery pneumonia is tearing through China, which, as I said, is just in time for election season in the United States hospitals are reportedly overwhelmed in Beijing now from what i've been reading this new form of pneumonia in just randomly a new form of pneumonia isn't that ironic it is overwhelming hospitals in china but the big thing is the majority of patients are children so did they learn something from covid did they learn that our soft spot is our children That maybe if it's just a child disease, a child mystery pneumonia, that maybe then we'll lock down. Maybe then we'll comply. Maybe then we'll mask up. Maybe then everybody in the freaking world will get this vaccine. Because I just listened to an interview with the uh, CDC or the World Health Organization. They were lamenting the fact that they did not reach their vaccine goals. And it's because people either knew it was bogus from the beginning or saw the effects of what it was doing to people after they got it, and they don't want to run the risk of that. Well, the problem is you're already running the risk if it's in your system. So back to this mystery pneumonia, again, it's more of a childhood illness. And the children don't exhibit any cough, which is kind of weird about pneumonia, But the only symptoms are pulmonary nodules, which are masses on the lung and and a high fever. The World Health Organization has asked China for details and lab results. Currently, pneumonia is the most deadly infectious disease among children. Isn't that ironic? So what are the odds that shortly after Joe Biden met with Xi Jinping and the Democratic Party megadonors, China is now announcing another COVID-like illness. And again, it's just in time for the 2024 election. Now, a group called ProMed just published a press release about this outbreak of pneumonia in China. It is dated November 21st of 2023, And it says, with the outbreak of pneumonia in China, children's hospitals in Beijing and many other places were overwhelmed with sick children, and schools and classes were on the verge of suspension. Parents questioned whether whether the authorities were coming up the pandemic. In the early morning, Beijing Children's Hospital was still overcrowded with parents and children whose children had pneumonia and came to seek treatment. A Beijing citizen said many, many are hospitalized. They don't cough and have no symptoms. They just have a high fever, and many develop pulmonary nodules. The situation in Liaoning province, I think I screwed that up, is also very serious. The lobby at the children's hospital there is sick of, or full of sick children receiving IV drips, and there are also queues of patients at the traditional Chinese medicine, medicinal hospitals and the central hospitals. A staff member said patients have to wait in line two hours and we are all in the emergency emergency department and there is no general outpatient care. Some school classes have even been canceled completely. Not only are all students sick, but teachers are often in, are also infected with pneumonia. So... Is this a prelude to another set of COVID-like lockdowns and in mandatory masking up? And this is eerily reminiscent of this. Now, I, I'm going to compile for you here a list, and I'm going to give you the dates. And I want you to listen to these dates, and then at the end, I'm going to give you the, the the answer. I mean, the answer is straight in your face. The question I have for you is, are you paying attention yet? 2004, we had a SARS outbreak. 2008, the avian flu outbreak. 2010, the swine flu outbreak. 2012 was MERS. 2014, I remember this one very well, was Ebola. 2016 was the Zika virus. 2018 was Ebola. 2020 was covid and now 2024 we have this mysterious pneumonia that nobody's ever seen before where did it come from but what is what is the what is the correlation between all these dates every single one of them was an election year in America every single one of them so at this point you have to ask yourself so it started in 2004 with SARS in We all know Ebola didn't go anywhere. It was a big scare, and it got me. It got me. I admit it. Uh, The Zika virus, which I knew wasn't going to be a big deal. But then Ebola came back around in 2018. Nothing. What did they do differently in 2020? They scared us. I mean, yes, we we saw it on the news. We saw Ebola. We saw the, the swine flu, the avian flu, we heard about the Zika virus because in 2016, they they were worried about going to Brazil, sending our athletes, our Olympic athletes, to Brazil, for fears, for fear that they would catch the Zika virus. If you're a woman and you have the Zika virus, you may it may inhibit your chances of getting pregnant. But the Zika virus never materialized; it was a dud. So they had to go back to the drawing board, and they brought back Ebola again. And then we had the doctors that they brought back to America with Ebola, that somehow survived. And it was just a fear campaign, and I bought into it. This is before I knew what was going on completely. But in 2020, things changed. 2020, they got it right because they got the media all involved in this. I mean, just whole step, lockstep, they were lockstep with them. This is deadly. If you don't get vaccinated, if you don't mask up, you are not only hurting yourself, you're hurting everybody around you and you don't care about your family or your loved ones. It was a campaign of, it was a campaign of disgrace. You were a disgrace if you didn't follow the media and the government narrative. And it worked. We still had people. I still to this day see people driving alone in the car with a mask on. I still see people at the airport, in an airplane with masks on. I still see people in the store to this day and age with masks on. Yes, I've heard COVID is coming back. I personally right now know four people at this present time that have COVID. The thing is, how do you know it's COVID other than getting a COVID test, which we know is bogus? They've got bad colds. I'm not, Again, I'm not saying COVID isn't real. COVID will give you a bad cold and in this day and age that's all it is is a bad cold so are we being prepared for another round of lockdowns the kids can't go to school hell this is my biggest issue right now with with this whole school lockdown don't come to school sick my kids we in my family have you know a suppressed immune system it runs in the family It's an immune system that is compromised. We don't know why. It's just like a, I I don't know why, but my parents had it. I have it. My kids have it. So my kids get sick quite a bit, but they do well in school. But if I don't send my kid to school because they're sick, because they've got a fever, because they're coughing, because they have a sore throat, whatever, then I start getting calls from the school asking why my child is not in school. And I say, would you like me to send my child to school to get the other children sick? Well, no, we don't want that. Well, then why am I getting this call? I called and told you my child is sick. They won't be in today. Well, Mr. Velasquez, they seem to be, spe- they seem to be missing a lot of time. And my, my first question is, how are their grades? Are they failing any classes? Well, Wh- no, No, they're not. Again, why am I receiving this call? I will not send my child to school if they are sick. And I would expect other parents to do the same. Now, that is not the case. It doesn't matter if the kid's sick. They're going to send them to school. They're going to infect everybody else. It happens. It, It happens in every school district in this country. Here's my issue. You're talking out of both sides of your mouth, school districts. You can't have it both ways. You can't tell us, do not send your child to school if they have a fever, a sore throat, or if they're sick. And then, when we follow your rules by not sending our children to school, you threaten us with truancy. Last year, my son had a condition. We still don't know what was going on, but he was in excruciating pain, and he missed over a month of school straight. We, my, my wife and I, were threatened with a truancy officer. And again, I'm not going to send my child to school sick so he can get other children sick. I wouldn't expect another parent to do it. I'm not going to do it. I understand you have to have a certain amount of kids in school at any given day to receive funding. Well, maybe, just maybe, you should not receive the government funding. Maybe you should say, nope, we're our, we're our own district. We, I would gladly pay a little extra in taxes, 100 bucks a year, 200 bucks a year, to pay to not have the government funding our school that they can dictate the rules. They can tell us what we're going to eat. They can tell us what we're going to teach our kids, and they can tell us that we can be arrested because we choose to keep our children home when they're, si- when they're sick. So again, moving back to China. Why is it always China? Why does China always be? Why is China always the one that is, is the source of this? I mean, yes, they're, they're a huge population, but so is India. So is America. Why is it just China? And why is this coming out right after Xi Jinping visited America? And let me, let me talk to you about that visit real quick. It's funny how Gavin Newsom can clean up. In the matter of days, the dirt, the crap, the drug needles, and the homeless off the streets of San Francisco for this dignitary or dictator, however you want to call him, they will clean up the city for him. But anybody else, any other time, they can't do it. It's just not possible. It's just not possible. Ladies and gentlemen, you're seeing the Democrat colors come out. They don't care about you. And my biggest gripe on this is why are there Chinese Communist Party flags flying along the streets of California? And my biggest issue is why is there an American soldier holding a Chinese Communist flag as Xi Jinping walks in? This is not China. This is America. This tells you where the Democrat loyalties lie. They will roll out the red carpet. They will throw out every American flag to get The love and admiration of this man. I never in a million years thought I would see a U.S. soldier holding a communist China flag instead of the American flag. Never, ever did I think I would see that. But I did. So let me know what you think. Is there a next COVID coming in? Is there another round of COVID coming in? Or what's going on here? So. We're going to move on. So if you live in New York, let me tell you, you need to get out. You need to get out like now because it is. Let me just give you a recap of what is now happening in New York. And this is not fabricated. This is not reading too deep into it. This is what's going to happen in New York. So if you live in New York, They can now take you away from your home and quarantine you at the sole discretion of the state. Do you think you think that the COVID warrant quarantines were bad? Wait until the next pandemic comes out. It doesn't matter if you say, I'm sick, I'm just going to stay home. They can physically break down your door, go into your house and physically remove you and put you into a quarantine camp wow, they have established a quote-unquote ministry of truth which they will unleash on their children or on the citizens of New York childrens in an effort to brainwash them. Well, I mean, a lot of people could say it's already being done in public schools, and they're not wrong. While they haven't taken away their guns yet, if you use a gun to protect yourself during a crime, you will be arrested. Syn- Let that sink in. You are being assaulted. You are being robbed. You have a- somebody breaking into your house. You are legally able to o- carry a gun. You protect your family. You will be arrested. On top of that, you have to pay the same amount of taxes, but you will see a 15% cut in essential functions that the government provides Why? So they can use that money to pay for the illegal immigrants that are being shipped to that city. How does that make you feel? You are paying the same taxes, but 15% of your essential, essential, that's food stamps, that is fire, that is police, that is anything that the government controls is being cut by 15%. So they can take care of illegal immigrants. The state of New York is basically saying, screw you, America. We care more about these illegal immigrants. Ladies and gentlemen, if you are in New York, get out of this communist hellhole right now. It is only going to get worse. But let's not just pick on New York because Oregon, the Democrat Bastion of Oregon. These people are truly, and it's not just Oregon, it's Democrats in general. These people are the biggest racists on the face of this planet. They want to sit there and call Republicans and white people racist. It's time they start looking in the mirror. Because the the governor of Oregon has now set a law out there. And she said it's the only way to help students of color is to remove reading, writing, and math requirements. Imagine if a conservative said kids who are black and Hispanic are too stupid to read, write, and do math at grade level. There would be an uproar. First off, that politician, the governor, would be, ostracized and removed from office within a week but when a democrat does it they're glorified this woman this governor has basically said listen hispanic and blacks they can't keep up with the white kids they can't so we have to remove the requirements this is the dumbing down of america this is so they can make these children dumb you don't need to know math. You don't need to know writing. You don't need to. Mo- you don't need to t- you be able to read. We need you to be as dumb as possible so you can depend on the government. This is all a plan. How demeaning is that to the black and the Hispanic community that the governor of Oregon looks down on them so badly that they say, "Listen, you can't do this," so we're going to change the rules to make it look good for you. We want to change the criteria of grades. You know, this white kid over here, he might study harder, but you don't have that chance. You don't have the ability to study harder and get better grades, apparently. This is what the governor of Oregon is saying to the black and Hispanic community in that state. This is the most racist thing I have almost ever heard of you are segregating two cultures the black and the hispanic community you are segregating them and you're ostracizing them by saying they're not smart they're not as smart as white kids which is absolutely not true what about all these hispanics and these black kids that that grew up in the projects grew up in the inner city dirt poor and worked their tail off, worked their behind off, and went to college, and went to become doctors, went and became engineers, and went and made something of themselves. Why were they not stupid? And those aren't my words. That's the governor of Oregon. Why were they not stupid? Because they applied themselves. They put in the work. Now, what is the incentive for this culture, This community, the black and the Hispanic culture, what is the incentive for them to do better? There's no incentive. The Democrat Party doesn't want an incentive for you. They want you reliant on them so they can retain power. This is how they get your vote. Listen, we want to help you. We want to give you food stamps. We want to give you Obama foams. We want to pay for your rent, but you've got to vote for us. Meanwhile, they're out there legitimately with their foot on your neck, holding you down. The people, the black and Hispanic community in Oregon and across the world, you are not any worse off than the white people. You have every opportunity. You had the same brain. You had the same abilities. Yes, I understand some, some people's upbringing is, makes it harder. But look at all the kids in the projects that have come out of the projects and made a name for themselves. It can be done. You just have to want it. You have to want it more so than doing illegal things, than just looking at the governor of Oregon and saying, yep, I'm stupid, I need help. Reduce my requirements. This is what is going on in this world, is we are being called racists, but the racists are the ones that are calling us racist. It's a sad day in Oregon if you are excited and happy that the black and Hispanic students in that state are literally called stupid. If you support this, you really need to check your moral standing. You really need truly do. And one more thing before we take our last break. Newsweek, October 1st, 2023. This is the headline. Trump supporters highly likely to try to kill people in 2024. This is where journalism is today. We're making shit up. We are just making it up and saying, let's see if this sticks to the wall. This is not journalism. This is an opinion piece, and a poor one at that. If anything has been proven, its Trump supporters are very tolerant and very peace-loving. The Trump supporters weren't the ones that were burning down the cities in the quote-unquote summer of love at the peaceful protests as the building behind the reporter who's saying that is burning to the ground. We're now finding that the Trump supporters are not the ones that stormed the Capitol on January 6th. It was the Democrats, the FBI, the Department of Justice, and Antifa, who are basically the Democrat Party. You are on the wrong side of history if you are siding with the Democrat Party. I'm telling you right now, this is where journalism is. This is what constitutes journalism. Trump supporters highly likely to try and kill people in 2024. (laughs) You can't make this up. And people believe this. People will read this article and be, oh, gosh, I need to stay away from Trump supporters. They're likely to kill me in 2024. No. You know who's more likely to kill you? A Democrat. Look at your mass shootings. Every single one of them is done by a Democrat. Every single one of them. I just saw an article the other day that listed five people who committed heinous crimes. Black is night. And I don't mean that derogatory. Their skin color was very black. And they were labeled as white. White perpetrators. As the man has African American literally stamped on his head, essentially. He is black. But the narrative is we can't say that because it goes against our narrative. So we'll just call these people white. And people don't read articles. They just read headlines just like I did. And they say, oh, look at five white people. They killed these people. Look at white people are dangerous. But what they don't know is these are black people that are being called white by the media to perpetuate a narrative. But I'm telling you, I'm telling you, times are changing. Argentina, the Netherlands, they just elected essentially the European and South American versions of Donald Trump. Overwhelmingly, people are waking up to the fact that there is a global cabal out there that is out to destroy you and I, to change our lives for the better. Make us eat bugs while they eat beef and chicken and cake and steak and you name it while the rest of us suffer. It's real. The people see it coming and the people are waking up. For the first time in years, I actually feel a little optimistic. So what are they going to do? To counter this, they're going to start World War III. But that's a topic for another show. So we're going to take a quick break and I'm going to come back and just give you some reflection. So sit back, relax, open that mind. You're listening to The Paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I will be right back. Twice on one show. If you have an event, a book, an album, music album, a group, anything you want to promote on this show, you have to get a hold of me. It's free. Who can be free? And it's good quality advertisement because it's free and it will reach thousands of people across the world. If you have anything that you would like to promote, you have to get a hold of me at the paranormalpatriot at yahoo.com. I want to help you. It's my way of saying thank you for supporting me and doing what I do on, for the most part, a weekly basis. All you need to do is make a 30-second to one minute audio clip of what you want to promote. Send it to the paranormal at yahoo.com. I promote it for no charge. That's simple. Easy as pie. All you got to do is get a hold of me, the Paranormal Patriot at Yahoo.com. to end the show, we just got through with Thanksgiving. And again, I hope everybody enjoyed their Thanksgiving. I hope you had great times with your family, your friends, your loved ones. But it's a time of thanks, but also a time for reflection. And I came across a post that I really want to discuss with you because it hit home. Because I've thought about this in the past and never... Put it to well, for lack of a better term, pen to paper, but I've never put it into words, nor would I have ever been able to put it into words as well as this, but every day we do our thing, we go to work, we're rush, 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 we were just talking about this what my wife my my wife and I and our friends were just talking about we don't take time anymore. To enjoy the things around us. We are too busy with life. And we need to slow down. And this this hits home. Have you ever thought about this? In a hundred years, and we'll say twenty-one, twenty-three, we are all going to be buried. We'll be buried with our relatives and friends. At that time. Strangers will be living in our homes that we fought so hard to build and make our own, and they will own everything we have today. All of our possessions will be unknown and unborn, including the car we spent a fortune on, and it will probably be scrap, preferably in the hands of an unknown collector. Our descendants will hardly know who we were, nor will they remember us. How many of us know our grandfather's Father. After we die, we will be remembered for a mere few more years. Then we are just a portrait on someone's bookshelf. And a few years later, our history, photos, and deeds disappear in history's oblivion. We won't even be memories. If we paused one day to analyze these questions, Perhaps we would understand how ignorant and weak the dream to achieve it all was. If we could only think about this, surely our approaches, our thoughts would change. We would be different people, always having more. No time for what's really valuable in this life. I challenge all to live and enjoy the walks we've never taken, these hugs that we didn't give, These kisses for our children and our loved ones. These jokes we didn't have time for. These would certainly be the most beautiful moments to remember. Because they fill our lives with joy. But yet, we waste it day after day with greed and intolerance. That really hit home for me. Because I've thought about this. I've lost my parents. I lost my mom in 21, and I lost my dad in 22. And I make a conscientious effort for my kids to remember them. Yes, we have photos. We have pictures. We have gifts that they've given us. I want them to remember who they were, the memories, how much my parents loved my kids. I remember my grandfather. I never met my great-grandfather. I never met any of my other great-grandfathers. I never met my grandmother on my mother's side. She died when my mom was 11. But my mom made it a point for me to know as much as I could who she was. We go through this life trying to make that extra dollar trying to get that promotion and we don't realize that money isn't everything yes money makes the world go round i understand that but do we want do we really want to to distance ourselves from our family and our friends just to make that extra dollar that we're going to spend on something else anyway that we probably don't need that is a materialistic item that in a couple years is going to be thrown out or broken or just disregarded or sold. We spent so much time to get that that we missed out on events and memories that would last a lifetime. I just saw an article that they had a guy hooked up to, a, to brain waves or to an MRI machine. And while he was in there, he had a heart attack and died. And they witnessed his brain going through it just exploded with with activity. And what they believe happened is this gentleman, as he was dying, was reliving the moments of his life. Ask yourself, what are your moments going to look like? Are they going to look like all you did was work, all you did was grind, grind, grind to make money? Or are they going to be that great family vacation we took, the camping trip we took, the memories we had as a family and with our friends. This is what life is about. And I realize I'm preaching to the choir here. I need me. I need to take what I am saying and put it to fruition because I've been broke, literally broke. I've had no money. And I worked and worked and worked to the point that we have the ability now To be able to go on these trips and make these family memories. But it's still not enough. My wife is sick. I don't know how much time she has. We just celebrated Thanksgiving. How many more Thanksgivings does she have? I need and you need to realize life is short. In the scheme of things, we are here in a blink of an eye and we're gone. And our point in life is to make relationships and to make memories. But yet we spend so much time putting all our effort into our house, into our cars, into these materialistic things that when we die, they're gone. It didn't matter. What matters is the memories you leave behind for your kids, for your grandkids, for your great-grandkids. And if you've lost somebody and you really want them to be remembered, you have to make a concerted effort to make them remembered. You break out the photo albums. You talk about them. And I do that. I want my kids to remember my parents, their grandparents. I don't know why that this topic in this segment felt right to do right after Thanksgiving. Maybe it's because these are the tough times when the holidays come around and I don't get to see my parents and I don't get to call them and I don't talk to them just brings it home because i knew how much my mom loved loved thanksgiving and christmas and this is hard this is a hard time of year for me i miss both of them immensely so the way i get through it is to is to tell people about them and people that knew them just re, you know rekindle those memories so they think about them I don't want to be like my great-grandfather where nobody knows who I am. My kids never knew their great-grandfather. I never knew mine. It's tough. It's, It's a tough thing to do. But we spend so much time of our lives pushing, pushing, pushing for the next best thing when it's right in front of our face. Happy Thanksgiving, everybody. We're now on the Christmas season, one of my favorite times of year. Enjoy your life. Take advantage of the time you have and the family you have. Give those kids a hug. Give those kids a kiss. Never let them walk out the door without saying you love them. Same thing with your wife or your husband, your parents. My God, make sure you spend time with your parents. That is going to be one of my biggest regrets in life is I didn't spend enough time with my parents as I could have. I will regret that. Until I am gone off of this planet. And that's something I do not wish on anybody. So, this is two weeks in a row. I think this is the first time in two weeks I've done a show since probably June, maybe. I'm getting back in the groove. Hopefully, you're enjoying the shows. If you have any ideas, show topics, any comments, concerns, questions please contact me at theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Again, theparanormalpatriot at yahoo.com. Contact me. I do my best to get back. It's kind of getting back into normal routine again, so I should be able to do that. So next week, I have no idea what we're going to talk about because the world is changing every week. I will have a show topic, and by the time I get to that show... 10 other things have taken precedent. So who knows what I'll talk about, but my plan is to be back next week. So you have been listening to the paranormal Patriot. My name is Tom Velasquez. I thank you for joining me. I will talk to you next week.